seen him Josh eat a biscuit. Allen. What did I say, Jared Allen? Yeah, Jared Allen was a defensive. He can also finish it on fourth and long. Yeah, he could. <laughs> Josh Allen, yeah. Just, oh, hold him. Yeah, Jared Allen. I love Jared Allen. He played for the Chiefs for a while. Hey, welcome back, football. Yeah, and welcome back, listeners. This is the Have You Tried That podcast. I am uh, one of the people that talks a lot, Blake Harbour. I'm the other person who somewhat talks a lot, Ben Wonderwick. Yeah, we're both here, and we're ready. Uh, what a what a fun episode last week. Yeah, Burke was awesome to talk to. Had yeah. a lot of great ideas. Yeah, yeah. Tater Tots. If you haven't listened, go check it out. Yeah, all the fun nicknames for Tater Tots. <laughs> there were some good ones. Oven Crunchies. Oven Crunchies, yeah. yeah that was, that was my personal favorite, yeah. Oven Crunchies. Crunchies. Oven Crunchies. Oven Crunchies also sounds like the stuff you scrape out of your oven because it came off the tray or something eventually, but yeah. <sighs> what can you do? I don't know. Let's uh, yeah. clean your oven. Yeah. Uh, ben, you know, I always like to kick this off with a casual intro. Yeah. So I'll ask you what I always ask you. How you doing? Doing good. Yeah. Uh, things are going up in the world for me, you know. Yeah. Any, uh, anything new in your life? Well, kind of. Got engaged. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's big news. Yeah. Wow. Who's the lucky lady? Good old producer, producer Tina. Producer <laughs> Tina. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You did it. Oh, you no. The it. phone's down. Scared the dog. The phone's, <laughs> phone is down. phone is down in the studio. Everything's yeah. fine. Other than that, everything's going yeah, good. Works fine. <laughs> Congrats. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. To both it. of you. I wouldn't be here without you. We gave birth to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Great I am news. Your dad now. <laughs> yeah, you're my dad now. Uh, sorry, dad. Anyways, thank you for joining us. Yeah, last week we had a guest. We had Brooke Witty. Yep. She came on. We tater totted it up. She actually lives in Oregon. So we learned about what Orida stands yeah, for. Yeah, blew, blew my mind. Blew my nips off. Yeah, that's the thing you said. Uh, yeah, or Orida literally stands for Oregon, Idaho. Yeah, which is just I was. It makes sense, old. but I don't know why I never thought of it. I yeah. Mm. Who knows? We felt kind of stupid in that moment, but like I mean, they don't teach that in the school. Mm-mm. Yeah, they don't so, teach you about Orida. No, they they serve tater tots at lunch yeah so that's a truth anyways we got a guest this week it's gonna be fun yeah it'll be really fun we got a new subject what's the subject the subject today is the one and only legendary literally mac and cheese mac and cheese but before we dive into that and introduce our guests we've been talking for a long time, about four minutes. So let's take a break and uh, listen to a message from one of our sponsors. Are you sick of the city life? Do you just need to get away? Well, come on down to Larry Legend's Legendary Dairy Farm. Out here in the south of Indiana, we make all kinds of dairy products. You want to get out of the city and get a fresh breath of the dairy air? Come on out here. We got that for you. It's just waiting. We make milk. We make cheese. But one thing we don't do is we don't milk any nuts. No nut milk here at Larry Legend's Legendary Dairy Farm. We're strictly a cow-friendly farm. We have all kinds of cows. 
you can come and pet them. And if you feel like making some butter, why don't you step on up and take a churn? You have to wait in line. There's always a line to churn the butter. Come on down to Larry Legend's legendary dairy farm. You'll have a blast. out the Larry Legends Legendary Dairy Farm, Ben. Gotta drive to Indiana. Yeah, I won't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> today's today's state enemy, Indiana. Indiana, we're out to get you. <laughs> we always make enemies we, yeah. somewhere. I don't, I don't think we had one last week. Might have been Oregon and Idaho last week, but... Maybe a little bit. We didn't hit them as hard as we hit New England. No, New England got the worst of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um... So uh, we got a guest here. Um, it is your neighbor. It is my neighbor. Hello. Hello, Sammy, Sammy. Mitchell. Hey guys. How Welcome. are you? I'm good. You excited to be here? Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Good. And you brought another guest. I did bring another furry guest. He's pretty cute. Yeah. He's clanging around. Yeah, he is. His if everyone Milo. can. Milo. Everyone can see him real quick. He is a dog. He is a dog. You can't see him. This is he's the radio. What, he's what some folks call a cockadoo. Cockapoo. Cockadoo. Cockapoo. 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 We just made fun of the name, but there's probably actual dogs named that. All we know is he's adorable. Yes. Oh, and he's only yes. a yes. wee little baby. Yes. Baby. But thanks for coming. We appreciate you both being here, and we're gonna dive into some mac and cheese talk. Mm. So, should we talk about the? Let's do the history, man. The history of mac and cheese. It's kind of interesting. Not gonna lie, Ben. It is. I consume. Yeah. I, I just know that it's cheesy and delicious, and it has noodles. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's kind of interesting how. Some of these foods got to America. The people that, you know, invented that item or that dish, you know, became famous for that. But it's not often that you see a food dish become famous from a person who was already famous. Oh. Oh. Do tell. Do pray tell. Pray tell. So let's uh, let's kind of let's rewind here. We, you know, we always time travel. First, to kind of give a description of what mac and cheese is, uh, in case you don't know, the dish is cooked macaroni pasta and a cheese sauce, most commonly cheddar. But hey, the world is your canvas. You can use whatever cheese you want. I've done that. I've used all kinds of cheese. Cheese melts. They all melt. Some of them do. Yeah, that's true. But either way, you can use whatever cheese you want to use. Another thing, traditional macaroni and cheese is a casserole baked in the oven. Okay. However, it may be prepared in like a saucepan on top of the stove or using a package mix like my favorite, favorite 
Crab mac and cheese. Crab mac and cheese. No, is so much. Oh, you're a shells oh. and cheese. You're yeah. you're the lazy mac okay. and cheese maker. But I thought I was lazy. But I will say that the craft individual mac and cheese is way better than Velveeta. Okay, so here's a hot hot take on craft. Okay. Everybody loves the original, right? Yes. Right. Okay. Buy the thick and creamy. It's way oh. better. Like I don't know what the powder formula is. It uses about the same butter and everything else, but the formula on it, once you get everything together, oh, it is. It incorporates mm. well. I have never heard of that one they before. J- jazz either. it up with a little extra, some cheddar thrown in there while you're mm. cooking it. Ooh. Mm. I like the spiral one. I, d- I do like, it's a different mouthfeel. Yes. I like the yeah. Spider-Man ones. <laughs> oh, oh, my yeah. God. Oh, yeah, I always like the, like. Themed mac and yeah. cheese. <laughs> uh, I remember for a long time there used to be SpongeBob mac yeah. and cheese for a long oh, yeah. time. I think there still are those. I remember maybe, or maybe I'm making it up. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's. But Ninja Turtles, probably mac and cheese at one point. Probably Power Rangers. Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah, yes. They always had to have mac and cheese in the mystery machine, you know. You get hungry. You do. Fighting ghosts. Smoking doobs. And ghouls. It makes you hungry. Let's get back into that history, huh? Yeah, shall we? (laughs) Shall we? Smoking dubs with my doobie brothers, eating mac and cheese. So, the cheese is often first incorporated into a bechamel sauce. Ben, what is a bechamel sauce? Oh, shall I tell you? I feel like we'd maybe talked about bechamel before. Maybe, but basically, a bechamel is made from a white roux mm-hmm. with flour and butter, and then you. So a roux is flour and butter, right? Yes. But we once you add roux. milk, that's when it becomes a bechamel. Mm, and delightful. then that's this is if you were to make mac and cheese from scratch. You would do flour and butter. Yes. Get your roux going, get nice kind of white kind of I like it a little golden. Yeah. And then I add my milk, start getting whiskey with it, then whisk it up so it's kind of smooth. And then that's where you add the milk. You know, get it nice and pretty, and then start throwing in your cheese. Mm. The cheese melts into the bechamel, and then from there, if you've boiled your pasta or cooked that, you throw that in, and then you kind of mix it around, and then you put that into a dish and then bake it. Okay. Oh. That's, that is how... As long how as you don't put breadcrumbs on it. And everyone I talk to is like, oh, I don't like making it from scratch. I'm like, there's really not a lot to it, and most of you always have flour and butter. Yeah. And you don't need much of it. A lot of people have milk, too. That may be, like, the one thing you get is milk and pasta, but you always have flour and butter, and it doesn't take that long. Do you dare even try to use the nut milk? (laughs) I have. I have used it it before. Does it taste close at all? I will say... Or is it a little bit of a letdown? Well, let's just say this. So let's talk oat milk, for example. Okay. Or even if you used almond milk. Get the unsweetened version oh. yeah that don't makes get sense. you don't want vanilla, vanilla. <laughs> because i made hamburger helper with vanilla flavored oh milk one time and i didn't realize it sweetest heart it was the sweetest <laughs> heartiest stroking off of the rad did i fight through and eat it all you absolutely do i regret it not at all it's every every rightful american should fight through that yeah yeah hamburger helper is the worst no, no! you're a liar <laughs> 
Helper is awful. You're awful. Oh. No. God. So good. Were we pro Hamburger Helper at some point this week? I feel like yeah, when, we did. Monday. Yeah. When, when we were leaving <laughs> the driver, we were literally talking about Hamburger Helper. <laughs> I showed you the Hamburger Helper in my cabinet. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah. talking about all the fun flavors you can get at high Oh, yeah. You don't like it? So good. So good. Like Maybe you I'm sorry. Try it again. Is it just me because I just grew up white trash and I just <laughs> love hamburger helper, or is it? Well, we Sammy doesn't even it. like ranch, so yeah, I don't like condiments at all. I am yeah. Okay, you no you win, picky girl. eater. <laughs> I am a no. Holy crap! So you don't like sauces or anything like that. Jesus. No, not really. I mean, I'll eat like ranch with a pretzel, like a soft pretzel, but I won't eat it with anything else. And I am a weird picky. And most people don't <laughs> eat ranch and soft yeah, pretzels, I so I mean I I do like a pretzel bite with like a spicy ranch, but I do mustard. I I, I, I probably would eat it with ranch. If it's so mustard, let's be honest. If it's mustard, it's honey mustard for me. I cannot stand sure. regular mustard. Uh, brown mustard. I can't stand it's regular spicy mustard. Or German mustard. It's gotta be sweet for me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. 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 <laughs> uh, Time killer. Yeah, we're doing great. I think, though, to be fair, you can <laughs> you can dip anything in the ranch and it'll oh, be yeah. fine. Everything's fine. So don't knock until you try. I mean, hey, w- I got an email from one of our listeners. Yeah, yeah, cranky bitch thirty nine. Oh wow, <laughs> this uh, bitch uh, complained that we talk about the food but don't eat the food before we do the podcast we oh, did we did indeed, indeed. and we did so cranky bitch 39 eric reed uh, Suck we, it. We, we 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 ate mac and cheese and it was very delicious what did we put on the mac and cheese we put some goddamn barbecue sauce on it and it was <laughs> fucking delicious it was good it was good if you haven't put ma- uh, barbecue sauce on your mac and cheese Highly recommend it. They'll knock it till you dry. Throw <laughs> some, throw some meat in there. Like throw some bu- pulled Ooh, pork, yeah. some chicken. Tuna yeah. works. Ew. Canned tuna. <laughs> I love. I can see that. Did you eat tuna helper? I love. I <laughs> ate a lot of tuna <laughs> helper. <laughs> My dad was like all about like eating <laughs> canned tuna. He would just throw in the mayo, and just make a quick <laughs> tuna I mean, salad. It's cheap. It's full of protein, and it's good for you. Like maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, My innards usually ended up hating me after. Yeah, that, that's f- that's fair. Uh, you know, growing up, and, and this might hold up. Target let me down. I don't think I think they literally just have three kinds of hamburger helper and that's it. But I yeah. distinctly remember there being tuna helper, hamburger helper, and chicken helper. Yes. Chicken helper. I, I can't say I remember yeah. a whole lot of. I do remember tuna helper though. Yeah. Yeah, and my parents, we strictly did hamburger helper. I don't remember even eating tuna or chicken. Yeah, but like in theory, you could literally just buy the hamburger helper and probably put tuna in, in it, it or yeah. chicken in it. Yeah, well, like I just remember, like yeah, I we ate, dad was just a big fan of canned tuna, and we just yeah. ate a shit ton of tuna. Yeah, yeah, that's good for you. But yeah, I mean, the, and the, the, the tuna helper we always had was always like like the mac and cheese. It was like a cheddar oh, or okay. something. So okay. it was like mac and cheese with tuna, and that's what are I, the kind of flavor variations for tuna helper? Oh, there's everything. I'm there's sure they probably right. have a tuna <laughs> stroganoff. <laughs> oh God, mm. tuna lasagna. See, that sounds disgusting. This is slowly turning into the uh, beans episode again, where we're about to go look up the tuna helper. Hey, you know, though, at least hamburger helper is mac and cheese adjacent. It is. I mean, it really is. There's noodles and cheese in it. Noodles, cheese, yeah. Um, 
And we you know us. We didn't do a lot of research on the history, so this is great <laughs> filler for your ears. I know. I can move back though. Now that I taught you, what let's a, go to the origin. Yeah. Well, now that I taught you what a bechamel <laughs> was. Uh, moving on. So, mac and cheese comfort food. First of all, I just want to make that clear. But pasta and cheese casseroles specifically were first recorded in like the 14th century in like Italian cookbooks. Makes sense to me. I'm not surprised by that. But it usually was a like parmesan like a dish of parmesan and pasta and then like it really it really wasn't big in the united states right because this is all about history of american food right so you you fast forward a little bit around oh late 1700s 1790s let's say and how i was talking about how the food gets created. That person who created became famous. This person was already famous. You know? Do you you want to know who was responsible for bringing macaroni cheese into the U.S.? Aduto. Thomas Jefferson. No. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that impressive? Isn't that amazing? That's so impressive. So Very impressive. Tommy JJ was over. Well, Tommy J's. <laughs> Tommy JJ. Uh, he was over on a uh, you know a trip to Paris as you do, and he encountered macaroni there, and then was like, "I'm bringing this back to Monticello." Monticello. Uh, basically, he he drew a sketch of the pasta itself, because they didn't and nothing was like importable like back then. You know, it was a lot harder to get things to from Europe to America and. Mm. He was over in uh, there, and he's like, okay, so I'm going to draw a sketch of this, you know, swirly, curly stuff. And basically wrote detailed notes on the whole process of making them. So go to 1793. He commissioned the U.S. ambassador to France, William Short, to purchase a machine specifically for making the pasta. Hmm. He... Really likes mac and cheese, I think. He, he goes to France. He's like, hmm, what is this cheesy stuff? And that's curly. Shit, this stuff is fire. I'm, I'm bringing it back to America. Yeah, I'm going to change America. So evidently, the machine was was not suitable. <laughs> like, what Imagine what is, What is a machine that makes macaroni? Like, is it just like tubes that you throw the dough in there? And just I... Power through? I or? don't know what... Y- yeah, like, I mean, machine in this... Late 1700s. I'll Google it. Yeah, I'm not sure, but evident- evidently it wasn't suitable, not operatable. And then he later, Jefferson, imported both macaroni and Parmesan cheese for use at Monticello. So, like by 1802, he served what he called a pie called macaroni at a state dinner. So, he served it at the White House, like. Come on over. We're not having steak and potatoes. We're having mac and cheesos. And and (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna start doing that for like all my just regular (laughs) occasions now. Come over. It's a night. It's a black tie affair. We're having mac Mac and and cheese. cheese. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Like, (laughs) like you're just making mac and cheese. What? It was good for Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. It's like now. It's like, oh, you had mac and cheese. That's not very lavish. But back then, it was like, ooh, what is this? I'm the president. Let's dish, you know. So, 
the menu of the dinner, if we want to talk about that. It was reported by Reverend Manasseh Cutler. Another great name, Ben. Who apparently was not fine of the cheesy macaroni casserole. He's a damn fool, I tell you. Yeah, so forget you, guy. Nevertheless, though, since that time, baked macaroni and cheeses remained popular in the United States. So he he had it made, and it was interesting how it was made, because we talk about milk, butter, and cheese. Back then, they just used butter and cheese. There's no Ooh. milk involved. Really? So I'm sure it was very, very creamy. And very thick. But somehow... Thick bitch. I haven't been able to decide which would taste better. I mean, I mean, you well, probably. I feel like they'd probably use a crap ton of butter. Yeah, it was probably a lot. <laughs> it was probably a lot. Uh, Why wouldn't they use milk? Because like you need milk to make. I think butter. when milk was added, that was like it's too thick. Let's add something to kind of loosen it up. Yeah. And I think that's how milk got incorporated. But people were getting a little too blocked up after. Eating yeah. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about that, Milo? You tell him, Milo. <laughs> He's like, I like mac and cheese. Uh, now, Mary Randolph, the next person of note, produced a recipe called Macaroni and Cheese, which appeared in a 1824 cookbook, The Virginia Housewife. Check it out. Her... Th- yeah, okay, here we go. Her recipe had three ingredients, which was macaroni, cheese, and butter layered together and baked in a hot oven. So that's, like we were saying, that's all it was. I'm trying to figure out when milk was introduced to the equation, but basically by the mid oh, 1880s, cookbooks as far west as, like, Kansas and Missouri included recipes for mac and cheese. So it started in, like, remember the timestamp here. He served it at a state dinner in 1802. And it was almost just under 80 years later that Kansas found out about it. Damn Kansas. You know, it is what it is. But it's just interesting how it took that long to get out that way, you know? Sure. Now, factory production of the made ingredients made the dish affordable, so recipes made it accessible. However, not notably popular. Travesty, because it's super popular nowadays. Yeah. And... It, it it became accessible to a broader section of society, so macaroni and cheese lost its upper-class appeal. Yeah, mm. I can see that. Yeah. It's kind of like makes me think of lobster. Lobster. Lobster's very lavish, you know, upper-class. A lot of people like it, but yeah, it co- it's expensive. Oh, God. Uh, Crab is better. <laughs> Crab is way better. You ever had lobster mac and cheese, dude? Lobster no. mac and cheese is very good. Produ- producer Tina's eyes just rolled out of her head because <laughs> yeah, she agrees with how good psychos. it is. Oh, but so I wouldn't eat lobster by itself. No one does. You gotta eat it dredged in butter. Well, obviously. <laughs> it's obviously. rich. It's rich. Let's say that. But fun fact about lobster is that it was actually served as prison food originally, oh. and that. It was like, oh, here's some ocean bug. We'll serve this in prison prison because it's cheap. But then all the prisoners were ranting and raving about how good it was. That they're like, now wait a minute here. <laughs> and now it's like, uh, oh, $25 if you want a lobster roll. Oh, my 
But yeah, it was prison food first. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? That was very interesting. The more you learn. Uh, moving on, we can talk about the Canadian history, but I won't. So <laughs> You're getting it today, too, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, macaroni and cheese is, is, is very popular in contemporary Canada. Like, the Kraft Dinner is the most popular brand of packaged macaroni and cheese. As it should be. I would like to kind of learn about craft, wouldn't you, Ben? About you know, yeah. like when, when did craft get on the scene? Yeah, when did they approach the mac and or cheese? Um, the innovation during the Great Depression. Oh. Yeah. Um, at the time, it was conveniently market as a non-perishable dried macaroni noodles together with processed cheese powder so it wouldn't go bad for a while mm-hmm. yeah and that's why it was big during the great depression because they could like hold on to that in their their car shanty and you know <laughs> could hold on to it for a while <laughs> so Don't laugh at shanties oh people oh people suffered God. yeah they did yeah. you know the freaking Dust Bowl and then going into Great Depression was a tough time. But at least they had mac and cheese. Hard times, baby. Hard times. And if you're wondering how to cook craft mac and cheese, I can tell you. It's prepared by cooking the pasta and then adding the cheese powder along with additional perishable or refrigerated ingredients such as butter and milk. It's simple to prepare here. It's affordable and it's a meatless family dinner, unless you add meat to it, which I like to do. Yep, absolutely. Spam. I'll throw some oh spam in there. Oh, my God. Now, here's the question. What? <laughs> You're going to ruin mac and cheese? You mean that? enhance it? Oh, Lord. <sighs> Tell me why you don't like spam, Sammy. Um, I Spammy. don't know. I don't think I've ever actually tried to. Then don't <laughs> knock it. Yeah. Um, But hamburger and mac and cheese is also a no-no. What? No, that's why? a yes, yes. Why yeah, that's a hell yes, yes. Ruining mac and cheese like that. By adding meat. Yeah. yeah by adding. A little pulled meat. pork in okay. there. Okay. Okay. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yes. No. What? I'll put hot dogs. Oh yeah. yeah. And that might be where I get adventurous and put ketchup into the Ew. equation. Some weenie noodle dogs. Weenie noodle dogs. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now the question about the spam. Since okay. we're talking about that. Are you just cubing it up and throwing it in? Or are you going to fry it a little bit? Oh, I fry it. Yeah, yeah. I fry it first, and then too. I'll slice it up, you know. Yeah. Give it a little, give I've never done that, but it sounds delicious, and I would eat it. Because I, I think it, it's the similar kind of, like, flavor to a hot dog. Sure. Kind of consistency-wise family, a hot dog. possibly. I don't know. Nobody knows it's family. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> why they call it the mystery meat. And Velveeta's a mystery cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they belong like, together. Yeah, like... I love like the salty and cheesy taste together. It's I think it's delicious. No, I agree with you. Um, and so does most of Hawaii. Hawaii. Uh, moving on, we can dive into craft, but we're not really here to do that. But they were the first to monopolize on monopolize mass produce it uh, in 1937. That's how long it's been around. Kind of <laughs> awesome to to know about. I would have never guessed it would have been around that long, but the the next aspect of everything that I kind of want to go over is more so the different variations 
So <laughs> someone's <laughs> Ben <laughs> Ben Ben's like, I'll leave the other room to blow my nose, but Still very hearable. The it would have been very loud. You're right. I appreciate you then. Now, while most of the time, and originally elbow macaroni was like the main proponent of mac and cheese. However, when we look at craft, that's not. They're like, I don't even know. Like what do you call them? They're like their own pasta. Have you ever yeah, bought? Like have you ever bought? They're really tiny elbow. I would say. But they're not curved. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. The craft ones are? Uh, if you buy, like, the regular craft mac and cheese. No, it's they're like, straight, it's and you can stick like, them on your fork yeah, prongs. They Thick and creamy comes with the elbows. Uh, yeah, no, they're not regular. They're straight, yeah. Okay, so, and I'm starting to wonder, have you ever seen that kind of macaroni, like, Macaroni. 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 Uh Have you seen that produce, like, in a bag by itself? I think you can only get those short little straight noodles with craft. Oh, yeah. So we might be on to another trademark thing here, Ben, like we were with Orida and the tater tots thing. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's, I mean, you could possibly, I'm sure, like, some store has, like, the store brand version of the noodles that Maybe, may I just I've never seen them. Or is it a ZD, a mini ZD, a mini baked ZD? Uh, let's talk about the cheese a little bit. While cheddar cheese is most commonly used for macaroni and cheese, other cheeses may be used also. Like I was saying, usually in sharp flavor, but I don't even think you have to stop yourself there. I think Gruyere, Gouda, Harvardi, let's party. You know, party with Harvardi. Yeah, it's gonna be a Gouda time. Oh boy, yeah. Swiss? Why not? Oh yeah, I provolone. Yeah, sure. Probably. I would. Yeah, I would say Munster. I would mix a the provolone and the Swiss together. Oh yeah, that mm, would be really good. Yeah. Get that yeah. good case. Uh, like good gotta blanco. Add, I think you gotta add onions to it if you do that though. Uh, as long as they're minced or <laughs> yeah. diced or minced. they Mickey D's minced. <laughs> Give me that Mickey D onion. <laughs> Um, which at this point I don't even really know what those are onions. I don't know how you can possibly get them that small, to be honest with you. Who knows? Who? Knows? Oh yeah, they probably them. just soak them in water like uh, sea monkeys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how they do it. RC monkeys onions. We don't know. Tune in to our next episode where we don't cover that. <laughs> so additionally. Now, l- since we're talking about putting meat in and stuff, let's play a little game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will name the add-on or the add-in, the mix-ins, the fix-ins. Okay. And I want between you, Ben, and you, Sammy, <laughs> to tell me if you're okay with adding that to mac and cheese or not. All right. Okay. Who's going to be the pickiest? That is the question. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the pickiest? Uh, well, Ben, you just won who is the loudest. But let's move on to who is the pickiest. So first thing, bacon. Yes. Yes. Okay. You got any thoughts about bacon? Bacon rules. Um, it is amazing. It enhances everything. <laughs> That's true. Okay. It is the ultimate flavor. So, so far, neither of you were picky there, and I'm proud of you. This is where we change the game. This is where the boys become men. And the women keep on ruling the world. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> Jalapenos. Yeah. 
if they were cut up small enough. Yeah, McDonald's minced jalapenos. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, McDonald's. <laughs> I would probably. I have a feeling once you cook them in there, they're going to be soft enough where you're not even going to notice them. Oh yeah. Okay. So yes. So they're both in agreement there. That is interesting. All right. Tomatoes. No. <laughs> not no. No what? Yes. If it's chili style tomatoes, like where they're really kind of soft. I I'm lo- sorry. Like, you know the tomatoes you get when you cook chili? <laughs> Diced or crushed or canned? Yeah. Like the really squishy ones. I'm all about them chili style <laughs> Here's a t-shirt. Chili style tomatoes. <laughs> Producer Tina I is would not, on it. I would not do like freshly cut, no. Yeah, oh, just like Dyson, like I would do th- throw them in and cook them, not yeah. versus like not, oh yeah, it's I'm cooked. Not, let's throw some on. I would probably cook it in with it and okay. give it a shot. So yeah, no. it's a no. maybe for me. Okay, all right, that's fair. I think that's a fair one. Now here's where it gets fun. And I might throw some limitations. Onions. Yes, I actually like onions. That is so surprising. McDonald's style, right? baby. That is so <laughs> fucking surprising. Um, okay, so Ben. Yeah, give me that McDonald's. You like You like onions like cooked into things, though, right? You can handle yeah. that, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, like sauteed, man. You ever fucking had a sauteed onion? <sighs> It'll change your fucking life, man. It sure will. Really delicious. But here's, yeah. what's, here's what's weird. I love French onion soup. That is quite weird, yeah. (laughs) But I hate, like, you know, raw onion, stuff like that. It's it's a texture thing for me, I think. Yeah. It's for a lot of people. Because I love onion flavor. Like, yeah, it makes everything so much better. It makes everything better, yeah. But, like, (laughs) you throw, you give me, like, fresh onion on top of something, I'm like, hell no. The four things that make food better, in my opinion, are salt, pepper, onions, and garlic. Yes. Yeah. Those are the flavor enhancers, for sure. And sometimes, if you make a dish with all four of those things in it, you've made something good. Mm-hmm. In general, every dish should have salt and pepper in it. And when you're cooking, you add something new, always salt and pepper, always salt and pepper. Don't go crazy, but just season yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh Interesting. What's next on our picky list? I'm surprised that I'm so surprised by you, Sammy, but also proud. Peppers, peppers. Um, chop them up a little bit and cook them in with it. Yes. You want them softened? Softened peppers. I yes. I don't know. This is hard because I, I don't mind peppers in my some things, but I don't know if I would like it with like a cheddar cheese. <laughs> That's fair. I think you gotta go white, some sort of white cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'd be our provolone Swiss mix. Yeah. In general, though, it sounds like you're both okay with it. Oh yeah. Okay. This is weird. I don't want to do it. Well, do it. Leeks. Uh, don't, don't know what I've it is. Ever, don't want to try it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever tried a leek. I think a leek is similar to like. Well, let's see. Let's just hover over uh, leeks here. I know leeks are huge in soup. It's it's similar to like a chive or green onion or scallion. Mm, mm. I would put it like on top of my. Seems like a garnish onion. more than yeah, like. Yeah, if it's uh, if it's like green onions, then a buddy. Yeah, yeah, if it's green onions, you're sprinkling on top of it. You know, sliced up really thin. Yeah, I'd probably do it. Now, this next one says Tabasco sauce. 
Or just hot sauce, period. That's kind of, let's, yeah. No. I mean. If I knew it was, if I didn't know that it was put in there, <laughs> then yes. But if I know it's put in there, then I'm not going to eat it. I would maybe experiment with different hot sauces. Like, there's this really good Cholula I love. It's spicy. Or it's like, no, what? it's not spicy garlic. It's like. I think I know what you're talking about. It's like garlic chili or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Now here's and it's really good. I think that would probably go decent on. I feel like cheese. you're both gonna say you like this, which is gonna be adjacent to the Tabasco sauce, but like buffalo mac and cheese. Yeah. Especially yeah. buffalo chicken. Do you like buffalo mac and cheese? I do not. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah. See, that's okay. another one of those things where we're okay. throwing meat in. Buffalo chicken, mac and cheese. Hell I yeah. I'm not a big chicken fan. Okay. So. It's so good for you, though. It is. It it's one of the healthiest. You like chicken nuggets. I do like chicken nuggets. Then you yeah. can't say you don't like chicken nuggets. Okay, then let me ask this. C- would you put chicken nuggets in your mac and cheese? Probably. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think I would, like, use it as, like, a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> like a chip. Like, yeah. it's chip and salt. Okay, okay. Uh, next one, I think I'm gonna get a no all across the board here, but I'm pretty sure me and Tina would be pro for this. But sautéed mushrooms, no. yeah, hard no. Fuck yeah, I would eat that all day. No. I knew they would both say no. So okay, I hate mushrooms. I would sautéed mushrooms and sautéed onions in there. Let's party. Hate mushrooms, love creamy mushroom soup. That's interesting because like. It's the most rubbery kind of mushroom you could consume. I don't care. <laughs> it goes great it's with strawberry. Not mouth. real. Um, okay, we chickens next, but yes, and probably no over here. No. Okay. Ham. Yep. Absolutely, especially the little cube dice ham. ham. Yeah. yeah. If it was cute, I don't know. Maybe I'd have to try it. If it's triangles, no. But if it's cube, then maybe. <laughs> Go to the de- deli counter and just get the slab of meat and just start. Sl- if my cube mac and cheese comes out triangle, I will send it back. <laughs> no. I say no. I will say send back the mac. Send back the mac. I don't Down. know. Wow. Back off. Um, okay. All right. Ground beef. Yep. No. Figured. <laughs> <laughs> like, a little, like a little orchestra there. Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> I knew that would be the answer. Uh, I mean, ground beef. Ground turkey. Seasoned with taco. Bison. Yeah. Se- ground beef no. with, like, taco seasoning Ooh, in it. Ooh, this one's interesting. I'm going to add it to the list. It's not on there, but brisket. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With or the barbecue sauce. With really? yeah. See where I got that from? Yeah. 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 Any type of barbecue meat belongs in mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Smoked sausage. We do this thing sometimes at home where we'll get the Velveeta shells and cheese, and then we get this like Jack Daniel, this like the Jack Daniels like barbecue. Throw the microwave. It's a barbecue like oh the pork or something. Uh Yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah. Cook that up real quick, and then like uh, throw you cook it everything separately, and then mix it all together. Tastes delicious at first, but it will destroy you later. (laughs) Thanks for the warning. But it it tastes so good. That's why I love barbecue sauce on mac and cheese. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, roast beef. Yep. No. Now I can't get past like thinking about like roast beef deli meat. Yes, that's what I. Or you thinking yeah. pot roast meat? That's where where I would go my pot head roast. was. I would, yeah, I would. I like the thicker meat. 
chunks in there. I would try pot roast in my mac and cheese. Yeah, it'd be no different than like pulled pork. Yeah. Which pulled pork would be excellent too. Yeah, yeah so if you got slow is. cooker chuck roast and you just throw or it in your mac like and cheese. Or even like prime rib. Ooh. Ooh, buddy. You could put prime rib on a goddamn, you know, piece of cake and I'm fucking <laughs> eating it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to wish you didn't say that. I'm going to make that for you. Okay. Prime rib cake. He's gonna heat it. <laughs> it's just gonna be a prime rib cake. I on it. He still hasn't made me my Oreo cheesecake. So, hey, here's watch it. Here's my proposition for prime rib cake. You literally just get a prime rib slab and just put cake frosting on top of it. Sammy, let me just uh, interject here. About my cheesecake. Yeah, you've reminded me like twice, and yeah, once was very. <laughs> the f- second one was very recently, and the first one was like. A year and a half ago, so <laughs> I think we're both to blame there. Oh yes. Yeah. But, but I did come up here and I set your table for Thanksgiving. You so. did. That was very nice of you. What uh, a nice gesture. Sh- I mean, she didn't really want to do it, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but she I did. did. She did do it. Yeah. <laughs> and all I heard was, "You don't have matching plates." <laughs> you didn't. You didn't have matching cups or silverware. <laughs> but guess what? I do have now. Matching stuff. Yes, I do. Two matching cups, two matching plates. We are getting somewhere. Yes, we are. We are. Uh, Next up, sliced hot dogs. Yes. No. Figured. Uh, Next up, spam. Yes. No. Figured. Next up, lobster. No. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lobster mac and cheese is really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Okay. Here we go. I can't believe it's on here. Canned tuna. Yes. Hell no. Yeah, figured. Uh, I'm with you there. That's tuna. the one thing I want to eat. Tuna helper. Come on. Come the other on. option was salmon. No. No. I hate salmon. Ugh. It's too fishy. Yeah, exactly. Now we're getting to the weird category where Ben's going to say no to everything. Yep. There we go. Probably me too. Maybe. I don't know. Peas. Nope. No. Okay. Carrots. No. Mm. <laughs> no, that was very <laughs> firm. Yeah, f- maybe. Okay. Green beans. No. No. Broccoli. No. Yes. Oh, okay. I think that would be interesting. It's yeah. It would be like broccoli cheddar soup. Essentially. Yeah, or you can do a white cheese there. Yeah. That would be good. Well, there you have it. There's the mini macro game. <laughs> See what I did there? Macro, macro cheese, mac and macaroni yeah. and cheese. Oh. Uh, that was great. So very cheesy, Blake. <laughs> it was, it was. Um, yeah, we already kind of talked about the mixed packages, but we'll talk about the macaroni adjacent dishes. First one up here is carbonara. I get that. I get that. Yeah. Y- you so ever had carbonara? No, but it, so. it looks like mac and cheese, but with spaghetti. Yeah. It is, and there's also an egg thrown in there. Oh, I don't think I'd enjoy that. Well, it, it's mixed. It's not like you're like, ooh, yum, eggs in every bite. It's like kind of like when incorporated into it to make it creamy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, if that makes sense. Um, chili mac. Yep. No. I would without the beans. I don't like chili. Oh, God. I, yeah, if it's a good hearty <laughs> chili, then yes, yeah, sign me up. Then, of course, ketzespetzel. Basically German mac and cheese instead. So like spetzel is like it's like a type of meat. Like it's it? like a German noodle, oh. but it's made with I think just flour and 
water? I don't even think I don't even think there's milk or butter involved and you kind of it get you mix it up. It's kind of thick and then if you have like a spatula maker to help, but if you don't, you can use a colander which has all the holes in it and basically oh. you get a pot of water boiling and then you kind of smush that through the holes and then it boils in the water and makes like these weird kind of like noodle dumpling like shape. Oh, okay. Essentially then that starts with cheese. Hmm. Okay. I've had the Austrian version as well. It's just special and just like Swiss melted on it. Okay. Very good, very good. Um, of course, then there's casserole dishes, much like the our tater tot friends that use the macaroni as like the main proponent there. There's different cheese dishes as well. Uh, macaroni casserole thing or macaroni pie. Ooh, and here's one. Macaroni salad. Here's something I think I tried the other day when I was at my mom's house. She got weird with some stuff. And she I'm glad that you think you tried it. I'm pretty sure this is what it was. Like okay. I'm not going to say this was it or not. I think she made mac and cheese, but she threw some like corn in it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, I don't know if that's. I've had a, I've had like a casserole or side dish like that, mm-hmm. where it's like it's, really it's cheesy, creamy. Yeah, it's just mac and cheese and corn. It's. Uh, yeah, yeah like I think probably with cream cheese though, right? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I just I was overworking probably on the cream cheese and cheese. I was working on the car, and she's like, "Hey, I made this. Try this." I'm like, "Okay." Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I would say I would put corn on my list of things that I want in my yeah, mac and cheese. I would not. Corn and spam. Yeah. Ben's ultimate mac and cheese. Would you throw pineapple in it? No. no. <laughs> I figured. Pineapple doesn't belong... On anything. That is a lie. It belongs in desserts. Is anyone else here pro-pineapple... Canadian... Like, Canadian... Like, Hawaiian pizza? No. I love, a, I love a good Canadian bacon T- pizza. Producer Tina always has my back <laughs> with the food <laughs> stuff. I love it. Um, fucking well, weird. Ben, yep. I think we should move on. Okay. But we should. Uh, I wanna. I wanna go hop into Ben's recipe corner. Oh, okay. And tell me what you got, man. So How do I make mac and cheese? So I found off of the probably one of my new favorite uh, websites called the Chunky Chef. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bake mac and cheese. Uh, nearly universal comfort food, and there's so many variations. Of what it says. <laughs> So, let me scrolly, scrolly, how to make that said mac and cheese. Uh, Boil the pasta, drain, make the cheese sauce by combining a fat, butter, uh, this is in parentheses, butter, and starch, in parentheses, flour, then whisking the milk products. Cook the sauce until it's nice and thick, add in some shredded cheeses of your choice. Me, personally, I'd probably do some cheddar, uh, maybe a cheddar jack kind of thing, give it a little extra kick. Um... So combine those uh, cheeses and uh, just kind of melt them in a little bit. Keep stirring it. Combine the cheese sauce with your cooked pasta. Transfer half of the mac and cheese to a baking dish. <coughs> Pardon me. Sprinkle with some more cheese on top. And then top the rest of the mac and cheese with more shredded cheese. Uh, basically, once you get everything kind of looking like a little bit of a pizza, uh, <laughs> throw it in the oven, bake, and prepare thoroughly to enjoy. Um doesn't say anything really about temperatures or anything, so go with your heart on that. I do have to ask: Does the the recipe as you're reading it did it say 
stop when it looks like a little bit like a pizza. <laughs> no, that was my own little thing. That's I going, like that. That's going I off. That's going off of the picture because look at the picture of this. It's like good brown cheese on top, but like inside, it's that kind of like lighter, kind of like almost white, kind of okay. yellow cheese mix on top of it. Mm, okay. So pizza. Yeah, it looks like looks like Casey's pizza on top. Do you want to see the picture? It looks yeah, delicious. Yeah, I do want to see it. Oh, fuck me, Susan. Yeah, I yeah. would I would definitely eat Especially that. if you're throwing in some protein or something in there, like a chicken or like hot dogs or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, like yeah. That would be, I think that would be really good. I'd um, make one without any meat in it for Sammy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'd make one for do Ben with meat, but no onions or <laughs> mushrooms. And then me and Tina would eat the one with everything in it. <laughs> What's in the pantry? We're throwing in the mac and cheese casserole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else could we? Gummy bears? Let's try it. I fucking love gummy bears. Marshmallows? <laughs> Hell yeah. What about that hot cocoa powder? Yeah, let's just <laughs> sprinkle it on top, see what happens. Yeah. I wonder chocolate mac and cheese. Could you use though. chocolate milk instead of regular milk? Oh my gosh. Ben, I think when we get the YouTube portion of this <laughs> going up, we're going to make some weird. Like, well, here's a standard recipe. We're going to change one element of it and see if it ruins <laughs> it or improves bad. it, or it's just, well, it just tastes the same. Chocolate I, milk. I kind of want to try that now. Biscuits and gravy with chocolate <laughs> milk. Oh chocolate milk ruse. Oh my. You know. Chocolate roux is a term, but that just means the roux so dark brown it's chocolatey. But we <laughs> literally mean it. We threw a Hershey's bar in there. And <laughs> it's a Hershey's bar, half a gallon of Highland, <laughs> Highland chocolate milk in mm, there. Yummy, Nestle, proud sponsor of another podcast. I'm a Highland guy. I, I mean the Nestle like powder stuff. Oh, oh I'm saying like if you're if you're using Ovaltine, huh? Oh, I never grew up with that. Oh. Nestle or just like a bottle of choc- Hershey's chocolate syrup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, I I really preferred the strawberry syrup, like mm-hmm. a strawberry milk. God, I, did, I, did, I did always like the ch- strawberry more than chocolate. Yeah. And then I got to thinking in my early 30s that like, why did I just stop with chocolate syrup and strawberry syrup? Could I make milk with butterscotch? Could I make milk with caramel? I don't know. If you could. Could I make Milk with the marshmallow <laughs> topping. Marshmallow fluff. <laughs> not not that not that specifically, but like the, you know, like the dessert toppings. They make like that marshmallow stuff. It's a little the consistency is a little different than like sure. the puff. Sure. Marshmallow fluff. Okay. Love them both. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the sky's the limit. It's your milk. Make it. Make your milk the way you want it. You know what, Ben? I think we should take just a quick break and let our sponsors talk for a second don't you think yeah let them talk we're yeah. done talking for a little let's bit let's let them do the talking come on down to mad max mac and cheese we've got all the cheese that you can dream of bring your mic it's harley night try our beefy brisket mac and cheese thursday night fill your saddlebags for only 389 a pound oh <coughs> I need to lay off these cigarettes. Friday night is ladies' night. Bring your gal in for a free bowl of Mad Max. Mac and cheese brisket with an apple tea combo for only 6 dollars 
Have a mad time at Matt's Max Mac and Cheese Bar, located off of scenic Jefferson Highway in Muncie, Indiana. Time to do the best part of the show. We are going to <laughs> rate some mac and cheese, folks. So if we take a look here, and listeners, of course, as always, if you'd like to follow along, go to foodandweed.com. Not foodandweed. <laughs> foodandweed. <laughs> Shit. You can so. go there. You're going to have a different experience. Food and wine. The best mac and cheese in the U.S. Of course, you know how we're going to do this. We are going to look at these mac and cheese dishes and rate them and decide if they deserve an award or not. And, of course, you know, we were prepared and came up with the awards. We did not. So, I think first place should be Mac Daddy. Mac Daddy. Okay, I like that. Mac Daddy, okay. In the middle is just not your mama's Mac. Okay. And the third should be... Lip noodles. Lip noodles. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Okay, perfect. Thank you, producer Tina. All right, let's start here. Looking at Mercer Kitchen in New York. I personally think it just looks too much, too fancy. Yeah, it's a little bougie. It is. It's in that little um, iron skillet. Yeah, a little cast so iron like. Like a Dutch cradle. oven pan. Cast iron cradle. <laughs> cast iron cradle. Definitely looks like there's cilantro. Monterey Jack and cream cheese for the liquid creaminess. Okay. I I would say that's uh that's I'd say that's not your mama's because like yeah it's It's a little elevated. It's non-traditional, but it looks like it's got its cheeses in there that would give it some good flavor. I bet it's got like that brownie effect. You know, like when you bake brownies, the corners and edges are always kind of oh, good and like kind of like and, and like chewier. Yeah, oh, yeah, I bet this has that. So it's that okay. That'd be really good. Yeah, let's not your mama's mac and cheese. Yeah, right in yeah. the middle. Okay, moving on to yard bird in Miami. This one is so thick it's protruding out of the thing that it's in. That's like a, it's in like a ranch container. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I not enough say, mac and cheese. That is like a very small. A yeah, what? a crocket. A yeah, crocket. A crocket. Okay. Can't. They have to overflow it just so that you can get enough. Yeah, I mean, it looks so hearty. Like, it looks like it's got some brown in it. Like, there's some, like, beef broth or something in it. There's definitely... Yeah. Sprinkles? Uh... <laughs> Beef sprinkle. Some beef sprinkle. <laughs> it was some beef sprinkle. It's uh, what you hate, Ben. It's definitely breadcrumbs. Uh, oh, yum. What, what bread is green? That's well, that's like not what I'm talking about. I'm that's t- chives. Oh. It looks. I, I that's what I'm talking about. Is little green stuff on top. Well, you. You. I thought you, you said brown. meat, and so well, I'm the wondering color what of kind the noodles of noodles look brown. I'm worried. What kind of green meat are you eating? <laughs> uh, the wrong kind. Kind that's not good for you. Yeah, no, those are chives and there's breadcrumbs. No, there's I'm just noodles. saying like the noodles look like they're kind of brownish. I think it's because of the mm. breadcrumbs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll believe you. 
So for me, this looks pretty good, but I still feel like it's just uh, right in the middle of Not Your Mama's Magazine. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, nothing to write home about. Let's move on. To Parkside Austin. Holy Hell yeah. What is, what is that on top? Not the green stuff. The Cheese. Oh, wow. That's finely that's shredded cheese. Gooey cheese. cheese. Parmesan. Oh, okay. It, yeah. It almost looks like a Is there tomatoes like in it? Yeah, it does look about it. What did you say, Sammy? Is there tomatoes in it? No. Like okay. it, it looks it's it kind of browned up cheese. It looks like a It looks very good. Yeah. It looks like a derivative of a pizza something. Super like something you would get at Pizza Hut, but way classier. Now, Ben, there is par- there is breadcrumbs in this, but it's super thin and, and gives it a crispy crust. See, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like the breadcrumbs just sitting on top. I don't like that kind of baked stuff. I mean, if it's thrown in with it for like, you know, a little yeah, bit of texture and yeah. stuff in there. Yes. I think this is the one for you then okay. because they say that the hardest part is not taking a bite right when it comes out because it will burn the top of your mouth. Yeah. Like a good pizza. Like a great pizza. I yeah. would say that's this a is a this is a Mac Daddy. Yeah, I'd give that yeah, a Mac Daddy. I would too. And for my Gen Zers, it's a Mac Zaddy. For sure. How many Gen Zers listen to this? <laughs> I don't know. According to demographics, there's a good percentage of females between the age of 18 and 23 that listen to this podcast. Why? Wow. I don't know. <laughs> they also listen to a lot of Harry Styles, and I'm concerned. Yeah, he spits on people. Allegedly. 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 He's just pining for Chris. <laughs> I really hope that giggle was in the audio. <laughs> I think it is. Um, Next. That was probably one of my best puns. Uh, moving on to Murray's Cheese Bar. It's uh, different than Max Cheese Bar. Uh, New York. Mm, uh, it doesn't look cheesy enough. Now is that although this particular section here looks like it's the best bite? Yeah. Yes. But is that is that brown or is the lighting making it is look it got red? Shrimp on it. <laughs> it looks lobster like lobster or something. That looks like bacon, my friend. If that's bacon, then yes. But if it's see. some kind of crustacean, no. It includes tickler cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> tickler cheddar. Tickler from England. Okay. Oh, so it's very classy. I think Mandy likes it. And it also has Gruyere. Okay. Mandy. Uh, which provides a, a nutty flavor. And then this is mozzarella in there. Th- it's spiced uh, tasso ham. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I give it a Mac. It's <laughs> That's a bar- okay, middle of the road. I think it's a Not Your Mama's Mac and Cheese. Yeah. For sure. Okay, moving on to... Beecher's handmade cheese in Seattle and New York. Okay, first of all, the choice to use Payne changes the game, and yeah. I'm here for it. It's it's like a slightly bigger craft mac and cheese noodle. Yeah. Yeah. With grooves. It's, With it's grooves. got some grooves on it. It's groovy. It's groovy. It's one groovy noodle. It's a groovy noodle. Groovy okay. noodle. Okay. Yeah, I'd give that one. I'd give the night your mama's, because, I mean. The fact that it's oh, it does, but it also looks like it's it I, tastes pretty fucking good. I bet you it comes out like piping hot, like like a fajitas almost. He says he shells out forty thousand pounds of this a year. Wow, Jesus! Then yes, that's a Mac Daddy for me. Then if, and if he can sling it, then yeah, he's he's got a signature cross between uh, Gruyere and cheddar, and it's like an umami bomb that. Is your cheese. So he mixes a little bit of jack cheese into the dish for extra gooiness. So it's yeah. 
three kind of strong cheeses in there. I don't know. I'm going to give this a Mac Daddy. That's a Mac Daddy for me because the cast iron skillet is yeah. a good sign. And the fact that he shells out 40,000 pounds of it a year. Yeah, it means the dude knows what It he's must doing. be good. It must be good. Yeah. That's Moving a Mac on. Daddy for me. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. So. That looks <laughs> yeah. delicious. Cheese Teak in Arlington, Alexandria, Virginia. It's in a Karoft. Got some bready crummies. But it looks like white cheese in here. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. They use a mix of Gouda. Delicious. Asiago. Oh, yep. There it is. And then Tangy Casio de Roma. Okay. So anything, white cheese from Roma. Anything with Asiago in it is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's savory and slightly sweet, says the owner. Um, yeah. Uh, I give it a not your mom's. I think so. That's a middle for me. I don't think it's a Mac Daddy. No, but it's close. No, if that's bacon on it's top, it's a bonus of award. Bacon? It's not your daddy's mac and cheese. Yeah, it's not your daddy's. <laughs> right in the middle, though, it does look good. Yeah, looks cheesy. Now we're just gonna chirp on over to the little bird in Portland, Oregon, and not order this. There's a lot going yeah, on there. Yeah, that doesn't look very appetizing. Yeah, that's a lot happening there. This looks like some Denny's mac and cheese. Don't oh, you yeah. dare talk shit about <laughs> Denny's. <laughs> I didn't. I just said it looks like Denny's mac and cheese. And you're talking shit on because you said this was look like it's good. What do you what? How do you know that I was meaning it didn't look good? I just said I know your I know your hot take on Denny's. <laughs> I know where you're going with that. Uh, I hop around to different breakfast places quite a bit. Yeah, that one's. <laughs> What are you barking at? There's nobody here. What do you have to say on the matter of Milo? Yeah, Denny's is not for him. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. The eggs aren't fluffy enough for him. And Tina, thank you for picking up on the IHOP joke I made. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's say, I think think this is a wet uh, limpy noodle. Limp limp noodle. Yeah, limpy noodle. Is that our first limpy noodle? That's the first one, yeah. Wow. Disappointed. Thank you, Oregon. I'll send uh, Brooke in for a field report. Yep. (laughs) 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 Just just in. This mac and cheese sucks. All right. Moving on to table 50 in table 52 in Chicago. Very interesting. Now, the cheese is how you say everywhere. Yes. (laughs) It exploded. It melted over the sides. (laughs) It does. And so much, in fact, that I don't even see any noodles. It's, yeah, let's see them. They're probably there. They're cheese soup. It's like a French onion soup, but with mac and cheese. Yeah. Now, this is interesting. Okay. They use a wood-burning oven. Ooh. Ooh. I love a wood So it's got fire. smoky flavor to it. Yeah. Um, they rotate three different cheeses in the dish. Uh, they also, as well as pastas, but they use cavatappi, which is like that small corkscrew-shaped yeah. noodle, which I love a lot. Uh, to Fusilli, the nostalgic good old wagon wheel pasta. Oh. Uh, it's offered as a side, but it's filling enough to be an entree. It does look that way. Yeah. An extra 16 ounces of cheese. Jesus tops Christ. The oh <laughs> tops a the whole ass pound of cheese. Yeah. It, it uh, tops the mini cast iron pan of gooey pasta, creating an irresistibly cheesy crust. I'd wow. give that a Mac Daddy. I think it's a Mac Daddy. Yeah, yeah you, you had. I would agree with that. You had me at the wood fire pizza, and I'm like, oh, in or fact, the wood fire like oven. Yeah, and then the smoky flavor. Oh, oh God. 
public house. Hey, I feel like there? it sounds familiar. It sounds very familiar. It's in Boston. It's Boston. Probably saw it. Probably. Or they're a customer of a place that we work. Possibly. Um, what is on top of that? I like how they spell it, though. That looks like Pub shrimp. Lick. It does kind of look like shrimp. Yeah. Or like mussels or something. I mean, if it's in Boston, there's a good, good chance, chance there's seafood in there. Yeah. The, let's see. That's like craft beer? Yeah. Oh, so it's like a beer cheese. Okay. Yeah. They say the the it's a beer geek bar. Okay. It offers customizable macaroni cheese to help counter the effects of pints of classic Belgian beers like crisp, unfiltered, or terrific domestic craft beer such as something hoppy. Um, the basic cheese-only option is made with little ear-shaped Orecchetti pasta, which acts as mini scoops for the five pungent cheeses. Ready? Okay. Cheddar. Yep. Provolone. Absolutely. Mm. Fontina. Sure. Asiago. Sure. Blue cheese. Nope. Nope. That's where I lost it too. Uh, From there, guests can add a wide range of toppings and mix-ins from scallops, which I think that's what that is, and it sounds so fucking good, to braise short rib, also to a fried egg. I would do it with a braised short rib and a fried egg. I would do short rib. Yeah. Uh, 100% Mac Daddy for me. Yeah. I don't know. The blue cheese really... That's just an option. You don't have to do that. So if I don't have to do that, then... Hell I'm yeah. all in. Yeah. yeah. Take yeah. the blue cheese out, and I'm like, I'm yeah. that's Mac Daddy all yeah. day long. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Okay. Thank Public House. I feel like I've heard of that restaurant. Um, the Blue Plate in San Francisco. Light breading like on top. Cranbru- cranbru- now, this Brule. looks like a Cracker Barrel mac and cheese. Yeah. Kind of. Like that so kind of down-home home style. feel, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. It's one of the most talked about things on their menu. Okay. It's a little different, but it's not bastardized, is what he says. It's oh. got a semi-firm goat cheese, Ooh. which he gets from Spain. It's cured in red wine oh. for two months. What? Yeah. So it's got a slightly fruity tart flavor. Yeah, the cheese. Mm. I'd fuck with that. He... It's gonna be sour and, and it's gonna be a weird flavor, but uh, it'd be interesting. He rounds out the recipe with a unaise with a little sharp white cheddar, Tabasco, fresh nutmeg, dry mustard, and Worcestershire sauce, sourdough breadcrumbs from the local local uh, bakery. Uh, yeah, that's a no for me. I think it'd be a nigher mom. So I yeah, give it a yeah. bite or two. I want to give it the limp noodle because I think it has potential, but uh, it's uh, it's not your mama's pasta uh, macaroni for sure. Oh, does uh, it say slow bar <laughs> Slow's bar BQ in Detroit? Okay, first the picture is not doing this <laughs> any justice right now. It looks like it's like diner mac and cheese, which but I'm also okay with. they look like them big shells. Yeah, not quite. Uh, it's not manicotti, but uh, the big pasta shells is like yeah. it's not the small shells. It's not the big. One. It's like a medium shell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it I'm looks absolutely that. disgusting. Yeah. It um, 
Let's see. What's in it? It says it's so intense that it has been called a truly life-changing experience. I could see that right now. I mean, looks absolutely disgusting. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't. I think that looks... I've got gross. faith in it. Read through the ingredients. It, this looks like it was from Fazoli's. Yeah. And I like that. It does. <laughs> I, like I really that. like Fazoli's. I like, like Fazoli's. Yeah. Read, read the ingredients. I like Fazoli's. It's fresh. And it might be the light and it makes it look red. But let's see. Okay. So the signature dish includes medium pasta shells. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Nailed it. Creamy bechamel sauce with a mild cheddar cheese for the final cheesy touch. He grates more cheddar on top of it, then broils it. Okay, that, that okay. That, okay. So it's it's just it's a the picture cooked. quality. Uh, that's uh, I feel like dare I say my mom could make better though, but I think I'm gonna give it an limpy noodle though. That's a middle of the road for me. It's the not your mama's for me. Sammy, what do you think? I probably would not eat that. Probably limpy noodle. Yeah. Well, we overrule you. Fuck you all. <laughs> well, that's aggressive. Okay. Now, this one is the best-looking picture I've seen. <laughs> um, I say that because it didn't load. <laughs> so we're going to have to go with the description. However, now that the picture is not really there, I think it's ironic that the name of the restaurant is called the OK Cafe <laughs> in Atlanta. So They're setting themselves up for failure there. Yeah. They really are. Now, the... Oh, fuck. Okay, right ahead. The key ingredient in their triple cheese macaroni. Mm. Let's see. You get one guess. What do you think it Cheddar. is? Okay. Ben? Provolone. No. So it wasn't cheese. It's ranch seasoning. What? Whoa. Which okay. gives this dish a terrific tang and makes it uniquely southern. Okay. Um, she uses sharp cheddar, Monterey Jack, Parmesan, and squiggly cavata pipasta. Base with interesting. with no picture, I'll give it the uh, I'll try it award, but not your mom's. <laughs> yeah, I think it's in the middle. I would love a picture though. You let us down, okay, cafe. I wish I could see a photograph. <laughs> Blue Star Cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big elbow doodles. There. This looks like the. Uh, the macaroni and cheese you'd see in a museum. It's not real, but they <laughs> sprayed it with something shiny to make it look real. It's got clear coat on it. That's on the same day as your car. And they're like, well, you know, cheese will mold fast, so we'll just shred some carrots on there to make it look like cheese. It'll look classy. Oh, yeah, it does look like carrots. Yeah. Um, dinner by day and a punk club by night. Okay, that's that's kind of cool. Um, it's a creamy baked gooey elbow macaroni. Uh, basically, it's very simple. It's a good tasting food from nothing. He uses three cheeses, cheddar, mozzarella for texture, and Asiago for that pungent kick. I think it's just a not your mom's. It's it does not, not mom. it's no. not daddy worthy. It's not yeah. worthy of my daddy. <laughs> so, moving on. That looks absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Yikes. This looks like... How Looks you like say garbage? Potatoes. Ooh, I pulled up a picture of the OK Cafe, and yes, I would go for it. I found it on the oh, same it. and loaded it on my end. Oh yeah, okay. uh, it, it does look. It's still a middle okay. of the road there, yeah. Yeah. Now this one, the New Orleans. I have to know what this green stuff is. Is it like a like a pesto? 
That thought crossed my mind. I think that's a good guess. You got any guesses, Sammy? I don't know. Boogers. <laughs> it honestly does. It looks like some kind of like caviar or something. It just looks slimy. Now, I don't know. Looks can be deceiving because this is from a James Beard award-winning restaurant. That's supposed to impress me? Yeah, that's like the Oscars for restaurant oh. for chefs. It's not an Emmy? Or no, Tony? it's like the top. Well, or is it like the Tony? Michelin's probably a little higher. I feel like so. It's like a, it's like a Tony, like a Golden Globe. <laughs> Maybe a little higher than Golden Globe. Okay, we'll give it. But yeah, we'll call it a Golden Globe as opposed to an Oscar. Okay. Yeah, Travis Thompson, if you're listening to this, please, Slack, uh, you know, text me and explain, uh, because he worked at a James Beard award, uh, award-winning uh, okay. restaurant. Uh, so. This is a place that is known for its sandwiches. It's house-made something I don't know how to say. (laughs) Terrines. Terrines. Cured meats and sausages. Mm. But the wine bar sandwich shop's unusual side of mac and cheese also garners praise. The recipe calls for elbow macaroni. Okay. Cream cheese. Sure. That's a game changer. Sharp white cheddar. Yeah. And then this is interesting, and I'm okay for it. Tomato paste for depth and tang. Okay. So yeah. it's like mixed like into that. it. That sounds good. Since the shop does specialize in meats, they add some in-house smoked or cured pancetta as well. Okay. And then it says a sprinkling of Parmesan and breadcrumbs finishes each order. It's what the hell be, is the green it's stuff? It's got to be pesto. Like, it has to be a Go pesto. to this restaurant's website and find it for me, Ben. Cochon Butcher. Did you say butcher? Yeah. Butcher. Like a butcher. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling it up. Okay. I, I think it looks grainy, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Sammy? It looks like. It looks pesto to me, though. That's minced the thing. broccoli or something. If it's pesto, I am out. Yeah, I agree on that one. I hate pesto. I'm not impressed, though, with pesto. Don't impesto you much? Uh, 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 uh. No. Let's see. Sides. So there says just like mac and cheese. That's a catering, I guess. Okay. Um. Sides for the normal stuff. Yeah, it just says mac and cheese. There's nothing like no descriptions for it at all. So we have some sort of mystery ingredient. Quite mysterious it is. Listeners, if you're out there, help us out. Do some research. Find out what this green goop is. Uh, we oh, my God. need to know. They are a customer of a company we work for. We love you. Love you. <laughs> please uh, please let us know what's in the mac and cheese. Yeah, please tell us. We Hold need on. to know. Yeah, it says white with white cheddar bechamel and parsley breadcrumbs. Oh. Parsley. parsley, parsley breadcrumbs. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay, that yeah. explains it all. Yeah, I need that. I need that. That's interesting. Like parsley yeah. breadcrumbs. Do you think they like oil the parsley and bake it so it's kind of crispy and then like grate it Probably. somehow? Interesting. Mm. That's fancy. If you if you're listening to us, guys. Uh, please let us know your secrets. We would love to try it. Yeah. If I find myself in Nolens, I'll come find you. Yep, exactly. So we're about to wrap up. 
Yep. But we got to do the one fun thing we always like to do. What's and that? We make our own mac and cheese. All right. So think about it. Yeah. I'll give you a few minutes. I'm already there. You're already there? Okay. Sammy, are you creating your perfect mac and cheese? Yeah, I think so. Okay. It's pretty basic, but yeah. I imagined. Yep. Okay, Ben, go for it. So we would do mac and cheese. Um, do I go... I'll, I'll do two. Okay. Do the, just the classic barbecue with like some brisket and barbecue sauce with my mac and cheese. Other one would probably be like maybe a more white cheese based with like a provolone and Swiss and maybe like a like a um, what am I thinking of like a French dip type okay thing where you get like the uh, au jus like a bris or like a a chuck roast Ro okay okay like a ro oh. roast beef with uh, roast beef meat with a provolone and cheddar cheese Ooh, could you throw some banana peppers on that yeah Mm. I'd be alright with that. A little bit of pepper, a little banana pepper juice in there too. Ooh, yeah, a little kick. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's a kick, more of just like a flavor. Little, a flavor town. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I would do. Sammy? I would do, actually, I would probably do two. I would probably okay. do just a basic mac and cheese and then throw some bacon in there because bacon, bacon makes everything better. Right. Um, and then I would do one with, like, a fancy cheese. So, like, Asiago and whatever other cheese goes with Asiago. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. But, yeah, like a fancier one. with no. I wouldn't do any meat in that one, though. Okay. And lots of Parmesan. Okay. I think I got two as well. And you're sound good, Sammy. But mm. I would do a spetzel. Okay. With... What's that fancy German one we learned about? Today, yes, right? it <laughs> yes it is. I do like a Swiss cheese. Okay. Melt that up, and I do some bratwurst. Kind of cut up Never and thought to do a bratwurst. Fried. Ooh. Dice that up. Throw that in there, and then maybe some crispy fried like like the French's onion stuff on top. Oh, yeah. like you Pairs like really a, well with like that the, Swiss cheese. Like the green bean casserole yeah. onions. Yeah, yeah. And okay. I think that would be that one. Okay. My next one, I'd probably do like a Cajun mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. Just hit that with a bunch of Cajun seasoning. A bunch of Creole on oh, there. Yeah. And then I'd make a Cajun roux with some diced uh, onion and celery and green pepper. And then some other seasonings, but then I'd like puree that, so it's nice and smooth. But then I'd also probably take an immersion blender to just to like really smooth it out, pour it on top with some andouille sausage okay. in there, and probably just throw some crawfish in. That's what I was gonna. I was yeah, waiting I was for you to throw in the crawfish yeah. or yeah. the seafood in there. Yeah, yeah. I threw the Trinity in like this mac and cheese gravy. The Trinity. Are you aware? What's the Trinity? The Trinity in Cajun cooking is. Sausage. No. Andoli? No, no, no. Or it's... Crawfish? <laughs> nope. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> it's onion, celery, and green pepper. Oh, okay. When you make a gumbo or a jambalaya... It's a three-key ingredient. It's the trinity. Yeah, it's three-key. <laughs> oh, my God. So the adorable. puppy's very cute right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's past his bedtime. It is. But 
it's past all our bedtimes, I think. But yeah, that's what I would do. If I if I can think of one more, I do like a poutine mac and cheese. Oh. Brown gravy, cheese curds like kind of on top through some like pork roast meat in yeah. there. Yeah. On top of the mac and With cheese. With just some noodles in there. Yeah. Basically, yeah. you're just making poutine but substituting the fries for noodles. Yep, exactly. Hell yeah. Yeah, I no fries. I that one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say it's more. Of, I wouldn't say that's more a mac and cheese at that point because if it's mostly gravy, but I mean, you could like maybe like the cheese. There's mac in it, right? Mm-hmm. There's cheese, cheese curds. So mac yeah, and cheese. that's that's still you could cheese up the noodles a little. Yeah, I would. I would say you would Swiss ha- yeah. or or mozzarella. Yeah, you want some real good squeaky cheese. <laughs> <laughs> squeaky that's cheese. how you know you've got real legit curds by the way if it squeaks if it squeaks when you chew it okay it's legit okay remember that kids remember, remember kids it ain't good cheese unless it squeaks that's right <laughs> that's right well i think that's gonna do it ben yeah that was a fun it was talk chat chat sammy thanks for being here thanks for having me yeah i hope you had fun i did thanks for Getting into the Mac attack with us. Oh, well, you're very welcome. And Milo, thanks for coming, too. Thanks for napping. You're a sleepy boy right now. And barking. Yeah. I hope you enjoy that. He just wanted to voice w- his opinion. He wanted to be on the podcast. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it. That's our first dog. Yeah. Will we have more? Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. And next week's episode, can't wait to tell you what it's about next week. Go ahead and give us a follow on the Spotify, the Podbean, and the iTunes podcast app. You can also like and subscribe to our Instagram page. It's called Have You Tried That Podcast. That's going to do it. I'm your host, Blake Carver. I'm your other host, Ben Wonderlick. We'll see you next time. <laughs>